Recently, I was sitting at home, when a lady who helps me at home came over asking, if I could help her out to understand a few things. When I inquired what she wanted to understand, I realized it was a medicine textbook and to my surprise, she told me, that she was to appear for her second year of nursing exams in a few days, and that she would need help from me to understand a few concepts. As I sat down to ask her a few basics questions, before I went into the rest of the explanation, I realized that she had no idea of what I was telling her or asking her. What she wanted me to explain was to do with nursing evaluation and what I was asking her was basic anatomy. What she told me after that was even more concerning, she said since they are correspondence candidates it was difficult to understand concepts as they don't see or touch real patients, and most of the topics are self-study. Well having gone through numerous years of medical school and also having numerous nursing colleagues and friends, knowing the kind of education or training they went through it was fierce and tough, and to top it all, it was all about practical, knowing the basics. Well, the one dialogue which every student has heard and every senior has ratified to their juniors, know your basics. Well well. What would you know about practice or for that matter basics if you had never seen a patient in your entire course? What was the root causes of the problems? In this last decade, there are many schools booming like mushroom however, the quality of education is still poor even though the government has been working hard at improving it. Changes and trends in nursing now, can be understood and interpreted not only by nursing's contemporary context but also by its past. World War I and World War II brought about the realization that nursing education and training programs needed to be expanded. The benefit of the increased demand for nursing during war times aided nursing leaders to widen and to professionalize nursing education as well as to enhance the prestige of the field. An evident cause for the creation of nurses with poor quality is the poor education that has produced them. For mere 50 nursing schools, a mushrooming 350 schools started to boom during the start of the second millennium. Most of these new schools were not even accredited to have passed the standards. Due to the increase in demand for nursing students, it became a great strategy to some entrepreneurs to take this as an opportunity, starting ill-equipped nursing schools. Schools of nursing took advantages to the overgrowing students and just accepting students despite their backlogs. Due to the sprouting of new schools across the country that confers nursing graduation courses, the filtration of students decreases and many schools just accept students even without meeting the right qualifications, worse being, these students graduated even without fully understanding the curriculum that they can. It became a battle between quantities versus quality they produce. The best crops are harvested from the roots and this is basically the role of the health profession's education. No matter what the initial intent of a student are in taking up nursing, still, the educational institution should take control of the molding and shaping of the goals and motivation of the nurses they produce or else, nursing education and future nurses will just get wasted. The existence of crisis in the nursing profession in India is undeniable. Highly skilled and experienced nurses go out of the country to seek better employment opportunities with a much higher compensation in terms of both monetary and non-monetary benefits. This leaves the country with inexperienced and often ill-trained novice nurses. The mushrooming of nursing schools throughout the country is also another factor for the crisis. Many people aspire to be nurses and with the increased demand for nursing schools, almost every college or university now offers Bachelor of Science in Nursing, BASA.N, degree. As a well-known philosopher Immanuel Kant said, experience without theory is blind, but theory without experience is mere intellectual play. A formal curriculum stresses interdisciplinary practice, collegiality, and patient-centered care. 
When we compromise this for whatever reason we will end up in experiences included pretending to examine patients or making up vital signs, ignoring contamination, obtaining informed consent with little knowledge of a procedure, withholding results from patients, or doing unnecessary procedures for experience. We all in the system will have our own examples for the same. We are sometimes unconscious of the hidden curriculum, but even when conscious of it we are silent or reluctant to act. Among the goals of medical education is the production of physicians sensitive to the health needs of their country, capable of ministering to those needs, and aware of the necessity of continuing their own proper education. But, why am I different in this thought, when I am also the same person who has been encouraging homeschooling or open schooling for anyone who really can't access school or cannot afford to go to school? Well, no one should be denied a basic education. When it came to nursing slash medicine there is something I cannot forget whether a doctor or a nurse we take an oath, the names may vary from being Hippocratic Oath to Nightingale's Pledge but the gist of the matter is same and that is above all, first do no harm. We as tenets of healthcare, we must emphasize to students that what they are like as healthcare professionals and it is just as important as what they know. It may look like lost opportunity or a need for the hour since we have hospitals and clinics spurting in all corners, legal or illegal, and to keep them all moving or rolling we need nurses, trained or untrained. So then if we keep continuing to take the path that is most easy to reach we build resistance to the hidden curriculum and reclaim our authenticity as trusted generalists whose knowledge is attached to values we truly uphold, model, and reproduce. It is on us as a society of healthcare professionals, then to decide as to how to let this grow in a manner that's as useless as it is to the society harmful to the ones in contact or if take them up, mold them up, use their goodness and make them beneficiaries of our needy society. It's a thin line to tread but worth thinking over after all we all have vowed to do no harm.